Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and my voice feels much better today. Man, I was struggling yesterday. I can't even, well, there you go. It even, even broke a little bit there, but I was really having a hard time. Like, my throat really hurt uh, after recording that podcast, and I don't know why, because I wasn't really, like, screaming or anything like that you know, days before I wasn't at a concert or a sporting venue. I was just at home hanging out with my family. So, but today it seems to be back and, and as monotonous and boring and uh, monotone as ever. So that's good. Last episode, we covered the EV news and today we are going to cover the Tesla news. So let's go ahead and jump in. The National Highway Transportation Safety Administration is about to complete their probe into Tesla's autopilot. Now, we don't know what the outcome will be, but we do know that we're going to get the results soon. NHTSA, or excuse me, acting NHTSA Administrator Ann Carlson had this to say. It's really important that drivers pay attention. It's also really important that driver monitoring systems take into account that humans overtrust technology. Now, I'm going to let you parse that out and you can decide what it means for yourself. Uh, moving forward, I, I think we're going to see some regulations come out of this, but, you know, that's just me. In other FSD news, Tesla is moving forward with launching full self-driving in China. However, they are facing, facing some regulation hurdles. My, my question is, how much money do you think Tesla is going to charge for FSD in China? It's, it's $15,000 here in the U.S. How much do you think Tesla will offer it for in China? I'm going to guess significantly less. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. We recently heard that Tesla had restarted installing magic docks on superchargers here in America. Well, now that has extended into Canada. So hooray, Canada. According to the Public Utility Commission of Texas, Tesla will be providing virtual power plant services to the state's grid. This is great. A couple of years ago, there was snowpocalypse. My oldest was stuck in snowpocalypse with her boyfriend and dog. So, you know, bolstering Texas's grid, I think that's awesome. 
the virtual power plant include, includes power from home battery solutions. And I'm sure that Tesla will have some commercial battery solutions in there to help stabilize their grid. Um, I'm wondering how long before Tesla takes over for utility companies. Like I know right now they're working hand in hand, but how long before Tesla moves into that uh, uh, market and maybe doesn't take over, but provides some stiff competition for local utilities? If you have a thought, email me, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. Let's see here. Some aerial footage uh, outside of Giga Shanghai showed a bunch of wrapped vehicles. Most people think that this is the refreshed Model 3 or Project Highland. Once again, we have articles saying that the release is imminent. And as I've said before, I've thought that they were going to be coming out with this product for a while. And so far, not in and not not it, it's not out. So Tesla will release that car when they decide to release that car, I guess. Dan Ives of Webbush Securities is forecasting that Tesla's supercharger business could be worth between 3 to 6% of Tesla's total revenues by 2030. That would mean that in 2030 or somewhere around 2030, Tesla's supercharger business would be worth between 10 and 20 billion dollars, which is a pretty good business if it was just on its own. You know, uh, that's that's a that's a lot of money. This estimate was based in part by Tesla's lead in the market and the OEM automakers that are currently adopting the NACS standard. It is important to note that Tesla is not charging a licensing fee to those OEMs, but they are going to charge customers to use their supercharger network. So not a, not a bad business if it's between 10 and 20 billion dollars and i do remember when people said uh, the the naysayers said that it was insane to build out your own charging network and it did seem insane at the time speaking of insane do you remember back in 2018 when elon announced on twitter that he was going to take tesla private at 420 that and then he also said that funding was secured, and then it turned out the funding wasn't secured, and Elon got into a little bit of trouble with the SEC, and he had to step down as chairman at, of Tesla. And then he had to have his tweets approved if they had anything to do with Tesla's stock price movement, which I don't think he did, if I'm being honest. Uh, he also had to pay a $20 million fine, and Tesla had to pay a $20 million fine, so that's $40 million in total. Keep that number in the back of your head. And a bunch of other stuff happened that I'm probably forgetting. You might be saying to yourself at this point, we already know this. Why is he saying this? Well, when Elon announced that funding was secured, it became, and then it became clear that funding wasn't secured, the Tesla stock price took a nosedive and a lot of Tesla investors lost money. All right, you remember that $40, billion, or $40 million fine that Elon and Tesla had to pay, $20 million each? Well, the SEC, Securities Exchange Commission, has a plan to divvy up the $40 million fine and pay out a total of 3,350 investors with an average payout of $12,400 per investor. Now, this only happens if a judge approves the plan, but it's expected for the judge to approve the plan. Now, Elon has denied any wrongdoing, and he said at a TED conference that he was forced to concede to the SEC unlawfully 
And this is what he had to say. I was forced to admit that I lied to save Tesla's life. That's the only reason, meaning that's the only reason that he said that. Whether that's true or not, I don't know, but that's what Elon believes. But that $40 million isn't going into the government's pocket. That's going back into the Tesla, well, 3350 of the investor's pocket for Tesla. And I, I, I honestly, I'd much rather that than it just go sit in some government coffer somewhere. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, a few months ago, a bunch of data was leaked to German media outlet Handelsblatt, and it was a big data leak. In the data breach, there was personable, personal identifiable information for 75,735 people. This is huge. The people affected in this leak were employees and then customers who had complaints about their cars. And in those complaints, we, we know that there was about 2,400 complaints in total. 1,500 of those complaints were complaining about braking issues, and 383 of those cases were phantom braking issues. So, you know, that's something interesting we learned out of this, and that's probably good to know that information. What's bad is other info that they received were names, addresses, phone numbers, email addresses, social security numbers, like Elon Social was in there. In total, it was 100 gigabytes of data with 23,000 files. And those files ranged from 2015 to 2022. Well, we now know that two former Tesla employees were responsible for that leak, and Tesla is seeking legal action against those employees. And there is some good news, if we could call this good news, is Hasselblatt has decided that they have no intention of publishing that data, but that data is already out. <laughs> that data is already out there. Those two employees have that data, and Tesla is, you know, going after after them legally 
So it, it, I would not be surprised if that data did not leak out um, other ways. We'll just call it that. Uh, yeah, once the, once that data has left the barn, it it's out there roaming around. So if you were an employee of Tesla during that time period, or you owned a Tesla car um, during that time period and made a complaint, especially if you were one of those phantom breaker complaints, you, you might want to get yourself some um, identity theft protection. All right. Uh, I think I called it Handelsblatt. I did. I called it Handelsblatt. I think it's Hasselblatt for that media outlet. Sorry about that. Uh, let's see. Let's talk Cybertruck. Elon shared an exterior shot of a production candidate Cybertruck. Elon called it the best pr- <laughs> the best product ever, which I'm not surprised. I would be more surprised if he called it a hot pile of garbage, honestly. But Tesla hasn't had an an issue with showing off the Cybertruck. They show it off everywhere. They drive it around. They dress it to look like an F-150 or a Toyota Tundra. Like, are you familiar with paper dolls? Like, there's a a boy or a girl and you put clothes on them. My kids loved paper dolls when they were little. It was the best thing to keep them distracted on an airplane, right? The Cybertruck is the paper dolls for Tesla engineers. Like, they're having a really good time dressing this truck up is what I'm saying. But despite that, despite the fact that they don't mind showing it off in public, what they do mind and what they do have an issue is uh, giving any sort of information about the Cybertruck, which includes product specs, trims, prices, you know, things that customers want to know before they spend between fifty dollars and $90,000 on a vehicle. Nearly 2 million reservation holders are waiting for this vital information, and I am one of them. The most Elon has said on the matter is that they'll share the information when they're ready to do so. And that's that's not great. Elon did send an email to employees letting them know that Cybertruck production needs to be on point. This is what he had to say. Due to the nature of the Cybertruck, which is made of bright metal, which mostly straight edges, with mostly straight edges, any dimensional variant shows up like a sore thumb, Elon wrote on an internal email to employees. He went on to say, all parts of this vehicle, whether they're internal or from suppliers, need to be designed and built to sub-10 micron accuracy. Now, I agree with that. I think that's really important. I also think that they should put that much effort into all of their other vehicles. Because <laughs> I love my Model Y, but it's not perfect. I see plenty of problems with my Model Y. It's not perfect. But Elon wants the Cybertruck to be perfect. He even wrote, like, in terms of uh, accuracy, right? He said, if Lego and soda cans which are very low cost, can do this, so can we. Well, Legos and soda cans are very small, and I'm sure that there are a ton of Lego bricks that that don't meet their standard, and they just get chucked into the pile to be recycled. Like, we just don't get those Lego bricks. Lego, Lego prunes those out. So I'm sure every, I don't know, not every one of those Lego bricks is going to be perfect. Not every one of those soda cans is going to be perfect. They prune it out and then they ship what is or as close to perfect as they're willing to make it. Elon ended the email with precision predicated perfectionism. 
that's that's his words precision predicated perfectionism so again this should apply to all of their products but what do i know i'm just a dork in a basement with a microphone I do have one more bit of Cybertruck news, and that is if if you want to go to the Cybertruck delivery event, well, there's a referral award for it. So if you're familiar, if you recommend somebody buy a Tesla vehicle, you get some referral points to buy Tesla stuff, and the customer gets money off for charging miles or whatever, right? Well, Tesla has made the Cybertruck delivery event a referral award. So you get for 30,000 points, which means you have to, you know, refer two to three vehicles. So we'll just call that between 150 and, you know, $280,000 worth of vehicles. Uh, you can get the 30,000 points and get a invitation to an event that has not been scheduled, which is great. I was curious as to what the monetary value of 30,000 points was right that seems like a lot of points especially if you're you, you to reach that you have to refer two to three vehicles right so i was going to actually figure this out on my own but then i read further into the articles and electric and inside evs had already figured it out electric said that this would be worth around twenty five hundred dollars but inside evs puts the value more at fifteen hundred dollars which is a very expensive ticket for a party if you do if you do score a ticket though you get a plus 1 for a friend and i i am going to be honest i think of myself as your friends uh it also it also does not include travel so yeah i mean we'll have to wait to see when this event is actually going to take place i do think it's going to take place in september i do think they're going to deliver a handful of cyber trucks will anybody else get a cyber truck this year probably not maybe less than a hundred delivered out total, but still, you know, um, I'm, I'm excited to see what Tesla does with this vehicle. All right. Finally, our last story here, and this will go quick. Tesla has been awarded the permit for the Cybertruck diner and drive-in movie complex in LA. So we've talked about this in the past several times. It's going to have 32 stalls, Two screens. It's going to play movie clips, not entire movies. However, I do see like maybe there's some special events where they will play entire movies, especially things like Elon likes, like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Spaceballs, that kind of thing. If you don't want to sit in your car and eat, the restaurant has rooftop seating, which is pretty cool. The initial site for this was supposed to be in Santa Monica, but now it's in East Hollywood. Uh, the address will be 7001 West Santa Monica Boulevard. I don't know where that is, but if you live in that area, you probably do. Okay, everybody, that is it for our Tesla news this week. I do want to give you a little update, if you'll allow me, because I talked about GM laying off employees and that I know one of the employees who was laid off. So I was speaking with her yesterday. And I have a little bit more information on the layoffs. So these 900 plus employees, most of them, if not all of them, were in the IT department, were invited to a fancy hotel here in the Phoenix area, the Sheridan. And they were given like there's a whole layout of food in this big conference room. 
And then not long after they showed up and were eating a little bit, that's when they were given the news that everybody was being laid off. As you can imagine, the whole uh, attitude of the room went very negative. And what I want to concentrate on is how GM decided to do, to do these layoffs. Like you don't typically get brought to a fancy hotel and fed really tasty food uh, if you're going to get laid off, or at least I, not in my experience, right? There, there was a, an, uh, actually, I don't care. It's been long enough. I used to work for Micron, which at that time I was helping make motherboards and Micron was having a hard time and they were laying people off. So they would bring us all, not just the employee, not the employees that were being laid off, everybody, they'd bring everybody into the locker rooms and they would read the names off of the people who would get laid off. I went through three rounds of this before I quit and found a different job, but yeah, it's a, it's, it's not a great way to do it. I do want to give GM the benefit of the doubt because I think I was kind of, um, I think I kind of portrayed them in a negative light on the last episode. I do want to give them the, the benefit of the doubt because I think they were trying to soften the blow of the layoff. And these people are going to get severance and all that stuff. But I, what I what I think would have been better, and if you're ever involved in layoffs, uh, I mean, they just suck no matter what. I think it would have been better if GM would have done that same thing, you know, brought them to the conference room, gave them, you know, food and things like that to to help ease that uh, pain, but also to have grief counselors there. Because the person that I was talking to about this, they were saying that, you know, people were breaking down into tears. Like some of these folks are the single breadwinners for the the homes. And they just lost their jobs and they're, they're fairly well paid. And that, that's very stressful and very hard. So I would have liked, or I, I would like to say, if you're ever involved in these type of, of situations where you're making that decision or have to deliver that news, let's get some grief counselors involved. Like, let's get some people in there who can help them move forward. Cause uh, this just stinks. My father-in-law was telling me yesterday about a, he was laid off from a big biotech company and they didn't have grief counselors there, but they did have job counselors and they, they, they paid a service for all of the employees. And I don't know if GM did this or not, but they paid a service for all of the employees that and my father-in-law was one of those people that was laid off to help them get their resume, to help them find jobs and things like that, to help them, you know, get find employment, which I think is also a good way to do things. So, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Um, I feel bad. All of those, I, I, I never like to hear people getting laid off. That just sucks. Well, I certainly did not intend on ending this podcast on a bummer, but I have a really good talent for it, so I apologize about that. If you want to support me and my terrible decisions, you can go to uh, patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or support kilowatt.com. You can support the show on ACAST Plus, which is a link in the show notes. I feel awkward, so I'm going to go now. But I hope everybody has a wonderful week on Wednesday where you're going to cover Rivian's earnings call. And that will be our last earnings call that we're going to cover uh, this quarter simply because there's been lots of stuff happening. (laughs) 
this quarter, and I didn't do very many of them, and we're further and further getting further and further away from when those earnings calls were actually recorded. So Wednesday earnings call, Friday, some short news segment. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you for your patience. I hope you all have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you on Wednesday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.